0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Unrealistic Box where we have realistic discussions about unrealistic dreams. So every week we have guests that come through and you know we highlight their accomplishments and share all the things that they have achieved and today it's no exception, we have our dear friend, very close friend of mine and Lauren, Roger Williams and Roger is a pilot, flight instructor and flight dispatcher. (laughs) Yeah. So, <laughs> you know lots of things. But hi and welcome and for the people to channel. I am Kimberly, And I'm Laura Davis, And welcome <laughs> Roger, How are you?
1: Well, I'm doing well, you know, can't complain. Um I'm here and uh giving thanks. <laughs> yes,
0: friend. All right. So yeah, yeah. we are just excited <laughs> that you you know we know that you're busy. So we're glad that you made the
1: time, yes, <laughs> right? Well, I, you know, as a, you know, as I said to you, I, I, you know, it's a long time we've been trying to get this thing going, and uh, yeah. so, you know, it's my day off today. like, you know, it's going to happen today. So, yes. thank you for you know <laughs>
0: yeah. being available. So, tell for our audience, tell us a little about yourself.
1: Yes, um, so as you know, I am Roger. Uh, grew up in Jamaica and things like that. I mean, I might not sound as Jamaican anymore, but you know, it's yeah. still at heart. <laughs> I grew up in Jamaica, uh, left Jamaica in uh, 2007 and moved to the States. Uh, commercial pilot did my flight training here, got my ratings, uh, got my bachelor's degree in aviation science from Pacific Union College in California. And, uh, you know, pretty involved, very, I love to travel. I enjoy interacting. I love laughing. Um, I guess you all know that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I just love to interact with people and uh, get to know people and, you know, share the same joy, the same passion I have, so, yeah. All right, Mm -hmm. so tell us something that no one
0: knows about
1: you. Nobody knows, oh boy. It, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's like, what does nobody know about me, though? You know, it's like, <laughs> everybody knows. Are you, are you an
0: open book?
1: You're open right now? Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, understandable. All yeah.
0: right, so let's talk yeah. about your life in English.
1: Being sure. a pilot, the pilot journey. How did that mm. start? How did you know that you wanted to be a pilot? All right, so uh, when I was one, okay. My parents uh, took a trip. It was from, I believe, it was Kingston, so Manly Airport, up to uh, New York, and uh, I was one. And I cried the whole flight. Like, I mean, from Kingston to New York was that three and change, three hours and change flight, and I cried the whole flight. And uh, it it became so crazy that the flight attendants actually, you know, they 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 loved me to the point that they gave me these plastic wings, these American Airlines wings, and, uh, they put it on my little, my little shirt. That's so nice. yeah, we went up to New York and, uh, obviously spent a couple couple weeks there and came back. Mm-hmm. And then in 2000, uh, I went to Canada, like Toronto. I don't know, Laura if you remember that, um, <laughs> she, well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I want to say it was 2000, but, um, I, I was in the the cabin and I we, we, before we took off I said you know what let me go say hi to the pilot so I said a quick hi and then we left and went to Canada we landed and it, she actually called me it was a lady pilot she called me up to the front to actually see the cockpit and you know, the layout and everything so she was telling me like what things you know the different things do and stuff like that mind you I mean I was like yay hi and you know it, you know it didn't really make sense but she was breaking down the stuff to me so that kind of sparked a little bit then i mean yeah yeah, that interest there kind of started right around there but what i didn't realize what i didn't know my my parents told me some some time ago that when i was a baby i would have like my milk bottle in one hand and an airplane in the other like i'll be in the crib which is and yeah so i guess it was like the handwriting on the wall kind of thing. Uh, like, this guy is destined yeah. to fly an airplane, you know? So anyways, yeah, so that happened. We went to Canada, came back, and it was like, man, it, it's always in my head. Like, man, that, that, that sounds like something I could do, you know? So fast forward, I mean, obviously I was at Kingsway Prep and everything that time. And uh, 2005, uh, my pops went to, to St. Louis, Missouri. And I couldn't go at of time during the summer. So he gave me a gift. And that gift was to do introductory flight training at Tinson Penn uh, down in Kingston. Oh, at I the never knew you
0: started here.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah so, yeah. so I actually got uh, like an introductory ground school slash flight intro yes. thing at Tinson Penn. That was in 2005. Mm-hmm. So that time, it, he you know i i went i was in his class i mean mind you i was just the smallest kid in the class and i was amongst these all these dudes who went to like kingston college and jc and stuff like that and then you know went to the ground school and that's where i learned a lot of the terminologies and stuff of things to pertain into airplanes and what is you know different parts and stuff like that and then i was like okay all right cool you know so at the end of it one of the things at the end of the program was to get what you know as an introductory flight so you fly with a an, an instructor there but that was postponed because that same summer there was a there was a hurricane i think it was there was a hurricane so that got pushed like another like two weeks but anyway i eventually got the flight and my feet i remember i could barely reach a pedal <laughs> you know like you know and just for information, if you don't know, to steer the plane on the ground, you use your feet. They're called rudder pedals. So you actually steer okay. the plane, you turn it left and right on the ground okay. with your feet. Okay. So I could barely reach it. I could barely see over the dash, the the, the, the dashboard. And uh, yeah, I remember we flew over Spanish Town and did a couple of stuff, did a couple of turns and stuff. Came back in and landed and, you know, we're taking all the pictures and stuff like that. So that happened during the summer of 2005. Now, fast forward, 2007, um, we 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 got called to go to the states. So I left Jamaica in about September because I remember I was it was crazy how things happened because I remember I was just getting involved in um, Kiwanis Club and Key Club Mm -hmm. wanted to Mm -hmm. they wanted to they were like getting me into Key Club and stuff and they wanted me to represent them here in the states and stuff like that. It was same summer, yeah. The Key Club wanted me to do that. The Kiwanis Club. And then right at that time was when I got the call, we got got to come to the state. So 2007 in September, I moved here to the state. So I enrolled in school and I, uh, you know, just it was it was this was not a whole new world for me. And um, I it, getting used to the new system, how school is. It was just different for me. And then, uh, yeah, I went to school and then um, finished high school, then went on to college and uh, started my initial flight training. So they always like get into the real thing. You know, right, so right. I'm actually Which school training did
0: you go to?
1: Greater Miami Academy, down in Miami here, oh. in Miami. Mm-hmm. So I went there and uh, I went up to, I, was in, I lived in Washington State for a little, a little bit, and then I came back to Florida, then I went to Panama City, Florida for a bit, oh. all right, so I lived in Panama City, Florida for about a year, and um, in California, that's where I did my full degree, where I did all my ratings and all so my training. So that's just an extension
0: like of the same college, or it was a different
1: college? No, that was a different college, yeah, yeah, okay. that was a different okay. college, mm-hmm. so yeah, I went to California, so... While there, I did my degree and I was involved with, you know, I was in student senate, stuff like that. I led worship teams and stuff like that. Um, worked, I had, how many jobs did I have? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was working at an airport. I was like fueling airplanes and yeah. stuff like that. Um, because- So you're inside you know, people, and out of this, holy Yeah, exactly. You know the roads exactly yeah yeah you know so it 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 gave me the opportunity to expand my horizons do other things um because people just think like oh you just get up and turn a pilot but like how did you get there you know right it's not just get up and fly a plane like i had to do things things that i really probably didn't even want to do to get to (laughs) what do you
0: think you
1: need to have a passion absolutely absolutely yeah absolutely this is something you don't just roll out of bed and say i want to fly a plane it, you have to have a genuine desire it's just with any career i mean yeah. nursing i mean here in the states i've seen many people take on nursing just because it pays well right. well if it's you're if it's the pain same well, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. patient yeah. care is not the same you get tired easily you don't have exactly. anything new.
1: exactly um, um. yeah so i tell people if you're going into aviation, if you want to fly an airplane you have to have a genuine desire. So anytime someone say, hey, I want to fly, I volunteer and tell them, hey, do you want me to do a, like an introductory flight? You? Do you want me to go up? Because you might go up and then you feel nausea and stuff like that. And you're know, and you're like, ah, this is yeah. not for me. Yeah. You know, motion sickness is a thing. So, you know, people have different tastes. And if you go up and it's just not a thing for you, people say, all right, yeah, it's not my deal, which is not, nothing is wrong with that at all, you know? But you know, so,
0: Roger, I remember in mm-hmm. high school you listening to it. What's it called? Cool? It's Kayla. Kayla? Cool, right? Cool 97. 97- cool 97. You, you, yes. you remember that? You remember that? You remember that? Yeah. Listen to the plane landing, the departures I, and the arrivals, and I'm like, yo,
1: this brother. You know, definitely. You brought up a good. I can't believe you just said that. I didn't know you remember definitely. that.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I remember Cool 97, it would tell you the arrival aircraft, the departing aircraft at like two minutes to the hour. Yeah, like right. two minutes to the hour it would tell you. And I would do that all oh I can't believe you said that. My I dear. didn't know you'd remember that. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: it's been a long it's quite a journey, you know, it's been quite a journey coming all the way up have and uh, you, Have you like
0: ever traveled through a Hurricane?
1: <laughs> um, I've been through some bad weather. I must tell you that. Yeah, I, I have. Uh, and I, I, I tell people, you know, uh, that you always have to be aware of where you are. Um, yeah, I've, I've flown into weather where you're coming into land. We, we call it instrument approaches, and we, we're coming into land, and we can't see the runway until maybe 200 feet from the ground. And this is where, you know, precision comes in. Like you have to be on your game. There's no room for error. You have no second chances. And uh, that's the type of career I'm in where you have people in the back depending on you and you can't mess up, you know? And it gives me a little, The, it, the when the responsibility comes on me, it gives me a feeling like, hey, um, the profession, like, hey, you know what you're doing. You know, be humble about it and execute it safely. So that's how I feel. But yeah, I've flown through. I've flown through some weather. Uh, we try to avoid thunderstorms. Um, the rule, um, federal regulations, uh, we have to stay at least 20 miles from thunderstorms, um, stuff like that. But yeah, we do fly through inclement weather. Um, sunshine, rain, snow, you name it, we will fly through it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. How? Um,
0: managers it's a stressful thinking yeah. about well, I don't even know how many people can yeah. you carry in a plane I mean, only the people you have these lives in your hands and you're responsible
1: mm-hmm. how do you deal yeah. with like that? you know it, it is interesting I'm glad you brought that up because I have to learn how to separate personal stressors from the job so you know if I'm at home you know I, I mean I'm, I'll be the first person to say it. it's ne- I'll never have a perfect day some days I mean some days things are just off you know you're tired you know things didn't go as you wanted to happen you know you know you name it and we all go through it which is a part of life right uh, but what I do and it's it takes a lot of intern like a lot of mental work where I have to separate the issues you know when I leave home and I put on my flight my 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 uniform and I put my bag in the car and I drive to the airport once I open the doors to the airport, I am now in a different area. Right. I am not bringing what I left from home right. to the cockpit. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, it's it's a lot of mental work for me. I mean, I, I, a lot of prayer mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's you have to separate the issues. You cannot put it in the cockpit because when you go in the cockpit, uh, your performance deteriorates when you bring these things with you. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to separate issues. And yeah, it's a lot of mental work you have to just this is flying this is home two different things Miles <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah a lot of a lot of prayer um meditation uh when i have my days off you know just relax uh, if you have stuff to do you know pay your bills whatever do all that stuff etc you know do what you got to do but yeah the main thing i'm just trying to say is just separate the issues you know try your best to be cognizant of that and know your profession and don't let it inter intermingle. So
0: yeah. King said that
1: you're an instructor, right? Correct, yes, yeah, flight right. instructor, yeah. When
0: do, when mm-hmm. did you become when
1: did you become um A flight instructor. So I became an instructor, interestingly, uh last month I think it made about a year. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it's made a year, yeah. So yeah, so that, that was a that was a stress in itself because the the, the flight instructor rating is the in other words you're the gatekeeper so you're responsible you're training other pilots you're training student pilots um i mean right now i can if someone comes to me i can train a commercial pilot right now you know and when you sign someone off for training uh you know when i put my signature on the line and the federal aviation so he does something he if i sign a student pilot for example for their first solo right your first solo flight if they go up and land bad and burst a tire and run off the runway, who do you think they're gonna to come to, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Williams? Yeah. You know, so it's like, right, so right. It's, it's yeah, yeah. The responsibility. How many hours required for like huh?
0: to be a licensed pilot? How many you flight hours?
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you the, the private pilot forty to forty-five. Uh, your commercial, interestingly, a lot of people like to mix up the you know when it comes to commercial uh the commercial 250 hours now when i say commercial a lot of people say when you say commercial it's like oh you're flying the big jets well all commercial is just saying you're allowed to work to get paid you get compensation for your job so whereas the, the, the your, your first license your private pilot is just a license to do pleasure flights take friends up and stuff like that um, your commercial rating basically is saying, hey, I can get paid for my services. No, that doesn't guarantee you flying the big jets. To fly the big jets, you have to get to what is known as an airline transport pilot rating, which is you require, you need 1500, so 1,500 hours to do that. Yeah, so wow. yeah, oh.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So Roger, you have
0: accomplished a lot
1: I'm such a yogi. Yeah, God so, is so good let, man. Let's not
0: downplay okay?
1: You
0: have yeah, up yeah. On this a lot with such a, a yogi. Oh, How do you stay grounded? Mm-hmm. Because you're very, when we talk about your accomplishments, you're very
1: hungry, right? Yeah, thank you. So, you know, yeah, thank you. So you. how do you stay grounded? How do you keep this humility about you? Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> 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 it's, you know, it's a daily process. It's a daily process um it's a daily you know try to in, it's interesting you interacting with people uh it does a lot you know you're able to bounce things off others uh every morning just as i as i roll out of bed say a word of prayer you know listen to some tasha Cobbs or something you know what i mean and just you know start the day right you know and you know go about your business uh treat everybody with respect Uh, and uh, yeah it's it's a daily process like step by step but yeah it's yeah I always try to laugh (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) yeah always try to laugh um, you know and for me one of the biggest things for me is uh, try to make someone's day somehow like the other day I was coming out of the supermarket last week and the simple thing like this lady she had a broken arm and you could see she was stuck at her car for a long time and trying to get the she had like dog food I guess trying to get in her trunk and I was getting out of my car and she like looked at me like please could you help me I'm like absolutely like I would <laughs> help you like yeah. I got you you know what I'm saying <laughs> and I, just, I just rolled over there rolled up my sleeve and took the stuff out of her cart and then I was coming out of the store and another person needed help to get stuff in their car. You know what I did? I took it on the car oh and God. put
0: it in the car. You know? You better.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so those things really helped me. Those things, I mean, as simple as it sounds, really yeah. helps me. So those little minute stuff uh, really helps me, You know, keeps me grounded and um, and, and focused, you know, and, and realize that life is just short and you, know, you, you got to do the best you can and help somebody along the way. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. What
0: have you learned along the way? Well, mm-hmm. not relating to, you know, aviation, but mm-hmm. what has alienation and being a parent instructor taught you that I guess is shocking? Or what has it taught you that you have applied consistently throughout life?
1: Uh, so, well, first it, it really taught me, um, I mean, from early an early age, the, the, the thing of responsibility. Um, you know being responsible being on time for everything in this game there's no showing up late for anything (laughs) you know Um, (laughs) you know if if you the flight leaves if the flight you get called and your flight is supposed to be leaving at 10 you need to show up before that so you know responsibility little things you know from early on in life like time management uh, getting proper rest Uh, I tried to from early you know get you know reasonable amount of sleep now I mean it's kinda of like is it possible <laughs> this um, yeah that is kinda of, you know yeah um but what it has taught me also is also be willing to to learn and that's and even me still uh you know I'm not one of those pilots that you know feel like it knows it all I don't right I, I'm i the first to say that I don't know everything about flying out and say that you know but uh, be, it taught me, you know, to be humble, uh, learn from people who have been there before you. I, I learned to interact with all the pilots who've gone the road before me. I mean, one of my good friends flew for Air Jamaican and stuff and I learned a lot from her and uh, just the whole humility aspect, you know, um, and yeah, just showing up and doing what you're supposed to do and yeah. How do you
0: enhance your skill? How do you, you know, Perfect for crafts that
1: Mm -hmm. you already, you know, have practiced so much. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you know, it's interesting. People feel as if once they get their license and their their pilot ratings and stuff, it's it's just, hey, I'm got, I'm rated now. It's all good. Well, for me, I constantly, at least every week, I take up the book and just refresh and stuff. Uh, Yeah. And that's, that's very important. Because for me, flying the jets now, um, we have to do what we call recurrency. So every six months, uh, they put us on an airliner and send us up to a training center out of the state. And it's like a four-day intensive where they put you to the test to make sure you remember what you were initially trained for and you better pass, <laughs> you know
0: what
1: I mean? So and we have that, so we have constant recurrent training uh, so for me in my personal time, I, I just take out the book, refresh and stuff, because it, things can slip. Yeah. And sometimes you're there and you're like, wait a second, but uh, I wasn't too sure, and you have to go back and re- go back through the book and stuff like that. This is this manual. I have to know this from cover to cover, like everything in there. So is that
0: required for each day that you have to fly? So if you were supposed to switch yeah, to another one, so, other one. Yeah. so
1: if I was to switch to another plane, yeah, yeah. get another manual, and you better know your stuff.
0: That's
1: right. So, so this jet, um, I know I'm all over the place, but this jet, I just came back from training on this plane. Like, mm-hmm. I know I told Kim uh, maybe what a month ago, mm-hmm. and it was just like the most intense thing because mm-hmm. now I'm learning this. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was a fire hose. Let's just say that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, what are the prerequisite skills that are needed
1: to become a pilot? Well, I can talk about the academic part and the other part. Yes, so, right, you yes. first, of, first and foremost, you have to be, have a personality where you can kind of interact with people. You okay. have, you can't be very to yourself because in flying these jets, you have, you have to work in what I call a crude environment. So, you're going to have another pilot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, whether you're captain or first officer, you're going to have to coordinate with each other um so you have to be willing to work in a confined space with someone for a few hours so that's the get go all right uh so that uh time management know how to regulate your time when to prep when to show up stuff like that so you know have a well rounded stuff like that academic wise um re- as of recently they were they were pushing for you to have a degree to fly well i have a degree in aviation mm-hmm. Um, but as it pertains to to that uh since there's a high demand for travel now a lot of airlines have dropped the requirements okay. but i still recommend getting a degree now your degree yeah. doesn't have to be your degree doesn't have to be in flying and a lot of people get a misconception it can be in anything at least get a four-year degree okay. i tell everybody to do that you know because it's it's something to keep in your back pocket god forbid you take okay. ill and you can't fly anymore, yeah. you know, knock on wood, that doesn't happen, but yeah. you want something to back up on. Academic wise, good English, uh, some basic math skills, you you know, at least uh, know some basic ar- arithmetics, you know, you, do, you don't have to be the biggest math genius in the world, but you the need to know at least some, um, you at least know yeah. how to, you know, are you at this altitude, how to get down at this time of the time, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, so your geography, yeah uh, some physics physics definitely physics um, physics as well yeah so those should get you going at least you know to the you know yeah basic system knowledge is you know hydraulics pneumatics you know all that stuff yeah do you speak um any other
0: language
1: so (laughs) (laughs) interesting um so interestingly i i wish i was fluent in like spanish but i because of like where I live and Miami is a very populated like hispanics. Hispanic, um and then I went to school with a lot of hispanics so yeah. a lot of stuff so if I was to fly to a Spanish country now I can survive no problem yeah. I'm not fluent but I could survive okay. yeah
0: do you do you on do you, do you a plane
1: okay <laughs> you know I was I wanted to you know I' am glad you brought it I was planning to buy one but you know with this you know starting the new job and stuff yeah I was I wanted to buy an airplane yeah
0: yeah but I was
1: looking at it yeah yeah but the new job I was like you know well I'll be flying this one it's probably going to be sitting on the ramp for a while so why am I going to buy it now and just have it sitting but I was like you know but it's still something I want to do you know uh, I want to do it yeah yeah but, do you know which you know, one we would get? there are a couple of planes uh, you know there's this one called the Beechcraft uh, it's a Beechcraft Beechcraft Bonanza it's a really nice plane, um, you know. It's a it's a small plane, but you know it can carry like four to six people. Um, it's nice for short to medium hops and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. um, you know, but you know the, the the machine I'm flying now it, it's nice. It's a jet. Nice. You know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice business jet. So.
0: <laughs> Is it possible to rent it when it's purchased?
1: As a safe part while you are the you know, owner, okay. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so uh, as I was saying, a lot of people when they buy the airplane, they use, they give it to like a flight school, where they're actually able to have student pilots fly it and keep it up and stuff and whatever. Uh, while the owner is just responsible for the upkeeping and stuff, make sure the maintenance and stuff like and is done on the aircraft. But yeah, it can be rented out. They have it flying. And uh, yeah, it... could he
0: rent it to like, mo- like Hollywood or like movies if they wanted to be
1: movies in terms stuff like that? Or I mean, I mean, planes, plane, plane, Yeah, exactly. Planes are planes. I mean, I mean, it, your plane have to be very special where they want to use it. now <laughs> right, I right, mean, right. Plane, okay, planes okay. is like car, like a Honda Civic out there a Benz or a Lexus or something on the road. But I mean, people. I mean, I might say, and people who have what they call warbirds. So warbirds are like antique old airplanes that that's what's made in like the 40s or 30s which are very rare and just a few left then they like use that for like as a prop or something yeah. for like a movie set or stuff like that but yeah those things happen
0: do you have any fears
1: <clears throat> when it comes to aviation fears for aviation Uh, <clears throat> uh fears for aviation uh, not f- not for the flying aspect per se but uh one of my biggest fears are the, the fears I had The last figure I had was when COVID came in and uh, there was a big overturn of pilots. I mean, pilots were getting laid off left, right and center. Um, People, people just weren't flying. I mean, it's like the world just came to a standstill and uh, things just was not looking good for aviation. So, you know, aviation is like this, you know, highs and lows and things Things change and you never know what's going to happen. So that was one of the biggest things I feared yeah. uh, is like, how what was the outlook for aviation? Would I be able to get that job that I really want and stuff like that? And uh, But as you can see, things are bouncing back. I mean, the airports are packed now. Booming. It's booming. I mean, nobody forced you know, Foresaw this coming. Um, so people clean. are the airport yeah and so quickly i mean airports are packed airplanes i mean flights are getting canceled because they don't have the people enough pilots, enough pilots to Island. facilitate right. these flights yeah. you know i mean you have gate agents no gate agents i mean yeah. pilots are getting overworked now because you know they're doing turn and burns and stuff like that so you know it's it came back a lot quicker than a lot of people expected so it's a good yeah. thing in a sense um but yeah that was that was a big fear for me as it pertains to the flying i don't really have a fear because okay. you know it comes with the job you're going to fly yeah. through a lot of weird stuff and yeah. you're going to have nice clear days and you're going to have some nice days some days you're just going to have some emergency something might break on the plane and you gotta do an emergency landing or something or whatever but that's what they train you for like yeah. you you always have to be cognizant and be ready for anything you know yeah so
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Unrealistic Box. Join us next week for part two of our conversation with Roger Williams. Stay connected with us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Hallower Productions. Be kind, spread love, and remember,
1: live your own dream.